Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for his grace and his mercies that are abundant today and always. I'm Apostle Liankofi, bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir titled God's Promise. God bless you. a promised keeper hallelujah god says he will do it this morning i thank god for your life and i thank god for him being god in our lives hallelujah without god i don't know what we would do but with god with us beloved nothing is impossible and nothing is too big i bring you this word of encouragement it's a great word of encouragement titled god will come to you i come to announce to you this morning wherever you are at whatever is happening listen god will come to you amen and i'm reading from the gospel of saint john chapter 14 the verses 18 to 21 jesus said to his disciples he said i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you yet a little while and the world seeth me no more but you shall see me. Because I live, you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. 
Oh, glory. What a powerful, powerful promise. He says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I will be with you. I will manifest myself to you. I will love you. These are great words from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords unto us. Hallelujah. And these are words of promise that will definitely manifest because God cannot lie. Amen. Beloved, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere at every time. But there's a time when he will manifest himself by allowing himself to be seen visibly in what he does or sometimes to people in a vision or dream or by his word spoken coming into manifestation. Amen. God appears to man in so many ways that is undeniable. Amen. Like when Elijah the prophet engaged in the contest on Mount Carmel with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 50 prophets of the grove. Elijah, Bible says, set a contest to determine to the people who is God. He said the bar, he said that let the God that answers by fire be God. Because the people of Israel at that time had a divided opinion as to who to serve, whether to serve God, Jehovah God, or to serve Baal. But in this contest, Elijah said, the God that answers by fire shall be God, will be the one who is God. Amen. And the manifestation of God truly was seen that day. I read from Second, First Kings chapter 18, verse 76 to 38. The Bible says, and it came to pass that in the time of offering for the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I've done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that you are the Lord God and you have turned their heart back again. Then as soon as he said, the Bible said, the fire of God fell from heaven and consumed the burnt sacrifice on the altar. It consumed the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was on the trench because Elijah's altar that he built was drenched with water. He poured water upon the altar and the fire of God came from heaven and this took everything, burnt everything. Whilst the prophets of Baal had prayed and done all manner of things to conjure and bring their God to answer by fire, nothing happened. But when it was Elijah's turn, this is what happened. The God that answers by fire indeed did. God sent fire from heaven. That was a great manifestation of God for all to see everyone in that context saw it with their eyes visibly. Amen. And that day, the manifestation of God's power and, and God's presence settled the problem. The people, after seeing the manifestation of God, said, the Lord, he is the Lord God. The Lord, he is God. Amen. There was no longer any controversy about who God is. Beloved, it comes to a point in time when God will manifest his presence and his power in your, in your life so strongly and so undeniably that every controversy surrounding your life, your future, your destiny will stop, will cease. Hallelujah. Jesus spoke these words of comfort to his disciples in the time when he was getting ready to depart physically from them. And he promises them, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Beloved, God will come to you. And as I'm saying, he will manifest his power. 
and you manifest his presence in your life, beloved, that will settle every controversy. Whatever the challenge is, whatever the problem is, whatever the, your body is saying, your bank balance is saying, the world is saying, beloved, when the true manifestation of the presence and power of God comes, there is no challenge. <laughs> it, it is settled. And I declare this one that the Lord will settle you. The Lord will come to you and he will settle you. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Jesus was saying to them and to us today that he will not leave us alone. Amen. That he will always be with us. God is known as Jehovah, Jehovah Shammah, God who is present with us. Amen. And God truly says in Hebrews 13, 5b, that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And beloved, you have to get this within your spirit, that every day, every time, in your waking moment, in your sleeping time, God is present with you. His presence is there with you. You may not see it, but he's there. And that's why sometimes there's that manifestation where you see, amen, where you feel when, when, when it becomes tangible. But know every day that whether you are seeing God or hearing God or not, he's present, ever present with you. Amen. And when God says, I am with you, it means a lot. It means he will help you. It means he will protect you. It means he will provide for you. It means he will fight for you. It means that God is in your corner to help you. Hallelujah. Like in a boxing ring, you know, you are out there fighting for life, fighting for your family, fighting for your future, fighting for things to get right, fighting for your community, your church, fighting with everything that you have. And beloved, the great news is that even though it seems that you are in a ring fighting the opponent alone, God is in your corner. He is in your corner, right there, sitting there, cheering you on and giving you the strength, resuscitating you when you have to resuscitate it, refreshing you. Hallelujah. He's in your corner fighting your battle for you. Amen. So don't be afraid. Be sure in life of the presence of God with you. God says, I will come to you. And this one, I bring you this word of encouragement, which is also a prophetic word to you, that God says, I will come to you. And so, number one, don't give up. Wait on him. Be prepared. He is coming. Amen. Jesus said, I will come to you. And truly on the day of Pentecost, in the book of Acts chapter 2, we see it happening. That Bible says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to every one of them clothing tongues as of fire, and it sat upon them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with new tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Jesus said, I will come to you and I'll be in you. Truly, the Spirit of God came and filled his disciples and has filled all those who have believed in him to our time, that today we also are filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So he is with us. And this time, not just around us, but in us. His spirit dwells within you. God in you, Christ in you, beloved, is the hope of glory. There's nothing that you need to fear because the unfailing God always comes through for us in our weaknesses, in our insufficiencies, in our discouragements, in our inabilities, in the challenges of life, the normal meal of life that we are all going to, beloved. You are not alone. You have a divine helper, an enabler, who enables you, the one who fights our battles, the one who gives us courage, 
the one who gives us strength. And so today, this word below comes to strengthen you. Receive strength. Be encouraged. Rise up with new strength. Get up. If you are down, get up. Because it's not over. Amen. God is still in control over your life. He's still there for you. He said, I will come to you. And that means that there is coming a time where he's going to manifest his power in your situation. Undeniably God for all to see and for you yourself to come to that place that he, the Lord, has ordained for you. Amen. So beloved, do not cast away your confidence. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 says that don't cast away your confidence. Don't throw away your confidence. Don't give up. Amen. He said, because your confidence, if you do not throw away your confidence, but you keep confident, it has a great reward coming. If you are able to hold on a little longer, there's a great reward coming. Maybe you say, oh, apostle, it's been years. Yes, I know it's been years, but God is never late. God is always on time. And so in his time, he will perfect that which concerns you. He is still with you even now. And he's bringing to manifestation that thing which has been years coming. It will come to manifestation in this time, in the time appointed, the Kairos time. So don't cast away your confidence in God. Hold on to faith. Keep on keeping on. Keep on praying. Keep on waiting. Amen. And he'll give you the daily strength you need until that perfect day. Praise be to the Lord. He says, for you will receive a full reward if you do not cast away your confidence. He said, for you have need of patience. And that is a virtue that we don't want to hear about. Nobody wants to be patient. In this microwave age, an instant age, instant coffee, instant oats, instant this, instant that, you know, people have become so impatient. We have become impatient, intolerant. We have become impatient. We can't wait. It's difficult waiting because we want it now and want it like yesterday. But beloved, God says, have patience. He said, you need patience. That after you have done the will of God, your prayer, your fasting, your giving, whatever it is you are doing. So after you have done all that, you need to receive the promise. The promise will come to you, but you need to have patience. He said, for yet a little while, a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. And I love the scripture. He says, for yet a little while, he that shall, not may, but shall come will come. So it is definite. It is so definite, beloved, that there's an appointed time of Christ coming to you, of God coming to you for whatever purpose it is that you need to come to for you. There's definitely a time. Say yet a little while. And he that shall come will come. There's an appointment. God has an appointment with you. God has an appointment with your destiny. God has an appointment with whatever concerns you. There's an appointed day for your birthing. There's an appointed day for for your marriage it's appointed day for that breakthrough there was an appointed day for you to be born and you were born <laughs> hallelujah there's an appointed day for everything so he that shall come will come and so do not fret do not be anxious because anxiety never brings anything but distress worry depression and even death because after being you know so stressed and distress and everything that comes with it people die people forsaken they die because of troubles people even commit suicide because of troubles but hey hey that is not your portion child of god that is not your portion you are not of them who give up easily because the spirit of god dwells within you and he's a spirit of power 
of love and of a sound mind, not the spirit of fear. He's a spirit of power, power to do, power to overcome. And so this morning, be reminded that you carry within you the power and the presence of God, the Holy Spirit himself. And he is your strength and he will strengthen you. He is your shield. And he that shall come will come for that day of that manifestation, that appointed time. And so hold on, hold on to faith because he will come and settle every controversy. And listen to this, you will have a testimony. That's the final analysis. The final analysis of everything that is happening, the good and the bad and the ugly is this. You stand at the, at the place of being a victor, more than a conqueror. God bless you. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning I command the blessing of God's goodness upon you and God's favor. And I declare that your appointed time and your seasons will not fail, for God will come through for you. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen. Now, beloved, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and you've received this word, it is time. Today is appointed day. For that, this is the time. This is the appointed day, the Kairos moment. Pray this prayer after me, inviting Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Be my Lord and my Savior. I thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. You are saved. The greatest miracle of all, beloved, is to be saved. Amen. And so God bless you. Have a great day. And remember, God will come to you. Oh, he's coming. His presence, his manifest presence is coming. God bless you. And have a great day. But remember to share this good word of God with as many people as you can. Anybody that you care for, anybody you love, anybody you want to see, get better, do better, send this word to them. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Amen.